Hi, this is Lori Handlers, and you're listening now to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I always greet you with Om Shanti Shanti Shanti, which means I come to you in peace. Today, more than ever, there are people around offering one-on-one Tantra sessions. And I always feel highly suspect about them because I feel many of the so-called Tantra practitioners are offering sex, like straight-on prostitution, if you will, and they call it Tantra. Some of them offer massage with happy ending and call that Tantra. In case you don't know what happy ending is, it means massage and then somebody gets off. Like they actually come or have an orgasm at the end of the massage. You may think that's a great thing, but I don't call that Tantra. And it irks me because I know the term Tantra is really what it should be. It's a very different and real thing from these so-called practitioners. My guest today has a very different and fresh approach to one-on-one Tantra sessions. She even provides one-on-one transformational weekends. Michelle Younger is a course leader, personal coach, and massage therapist. At present, she's the senior course leader and general manager for Butterfly Workshops. That's my company. And she's also a licensed massage therapist and healthcare provider. Michelle has created and developed her own personal transformation course called Clear and Present Power, The Art of Intentional Living. It's a residential coaching and training program, one-on-one. Michelle, I want to hear everything about this. I, of course, I know a little something about it, but I want to hear everything about it. What is this personal transformation, and how does it differ from these so-called Tantra sessions? Hi, Lori. Thank you for having me on your show today. This is such a passion of mine that people really get, clear that they must take their own personal responsibility for their own personal sacred sexual energy in their own personal life. And this is not a bunch of tips and techniques. It's an experience of finding a core joy, a core sexuality, a core sensuality that can be spoken of out in the world and not always uh, left in the bedroom or the living room, or the, the private times in life. So, um, really, so this, I mean, what you're saying is people transform right there, right with you, and they're not taking techniques away to try and duplicate it when they get out there back into their life. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I do mean that. Uh, there's an immersion into the feeling the emotion, and the experience of what it means to become the authority about you for you and getting that you are living in your speaking so much so that what you say, then you have to have actions to follow. And in this weekend course, you actually do get clear on how you speak and are your actions really following that, that if you order it up through your speaking, you actually do eat it later. You and I have quite a, um, a history of understanding people that way, that in the speaking actually shows up the results. So once people 
Well, wait a second, because it sounds a little jargony to me. I mean, I know, I know what ordering up the speaking means, but that sounds very woo-woo. To, yeah. to someone listening to the show, what do you mean ordering up the speaking? What does that mean? Well, when we speak, we're actually putting out intentions. So if we keep saying day after day, oh, I'm, I'm so lonely, oh, I'm so lonely, then really loneliness does keep showing up. When we start to shift that into a more intentional, awake and aware speaking, like I'm ready to be with other people, I'm ready to move into a more intimate connectedness, I'm looking for friends, I'm available for friends, I want some friends, that's more intentional and it moves us towards the desired result. So we're ordering what we want in life through our speaking. Okay, that's good. I can I can understand that now. It's much more clear. Uh, most people don't know that. They don't even pay attention to what's coming out of their mouth. They just say anything. And, you know, they say things like they're having a lousy day, they're suffering, they're having problems. Most people in their regular conversations talk about the bad stuff or the gossip stuff or the things, really the things that where they're challenged. True. So, so this is... What, what you're talking about here is like a completely different approach. Yeah. So, Lori, let me, let me just say about that, what you just said. We are actually taught to complain in our society. We're taught to complain. It's acceptable and it's desired for bonding. People, so often, the majority, we bond over our piss-off, our anger, our complaint, and it's okay. It's like, can you bottom me on this? Can you top, can you top this for a, having a crappy day? And that reminds me of uh, that Saturday Night Live thing where, <laughs> <laughs> where they used to say, I was walking down the street and I looked into a fishbowl and a piranha bit my face. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> so that's what you mean. People bottom each other by hating what happens. They try to make a worse thing and a worse thing to compete almost. Right. It, it is. It <laughs> is that. So in, this, in our weekend course called Clear and Present Power, The Art of Intentional Living, we actually go into speaking clearly, saying what you mean and meaning what you say, and noticing, becoming aware of what we're ordering up in our speaking. Now, how does this connect with Tantra? Because I just talked about people's one-on-one sessions where they, where, where they actually, some people have straight up sex and people have, other people go to these massage sessions that, which they call Tantra and they, and then they give them happy ending massage. What, this, I mean, intentions doesn't even sound like Tantra. So how is this connected? Well, Tantra is the com- combining of our physical, our sensual, our sexual, our breath, our actions. Tantra is including all. So we don't leave out, I don't leave out parts of us. Um, if we go straight for the sex, then we miss the possibility of intimacy or being known or knowing others. And there's not a depth to it. I'm, I'm really of the thinking that my heart, my body must expand to include so much more than just 
the act of sex, that there's a sensuality, there's a freeing up, there's a breaking open, an expansion. You know, Tantra is about expansion, to have more, to feel more, to include more. Now, and, go now, ahead. now, did you get this? Did you know this before you studied Tantra, or did you just get this from, I don't want to say just, erase. Yeah. Did you, I, I'm paying attention to my speaking now because I'm, because we're talking about this. It's really great. So, did you have this awareness of what you just stated before you studied Tantra, or is this one of those gifts that impacted you from studying Tantra? Before I did Tantra, I had a lot of head knowledge. I had a lot of good ideas floating around, and that's just what they were, good ideas. After I did Tantra, with intention work, with the clearing of my breath, the, the impediments of my easy breath flow, the emotional release that I've learned through Tantra, it all still lived in my head until I did that. And then the good ideas, the idea of connection, the idea of opening my heart, the idea of being responsible for my every part of me, it actually flowed down into the rest of my body, out of my head. So there was a, a synergy that happened. There was a more complete feeling for me. And I do be, did become more aware of my speaking coming from a new place, coming from actually my body wanting something rather than my head thinking it was a good idea. Or even your body wanting something and just going for the sex without seeing if it fit into your intentional living or exactly or if it fit into your integrity or all the other things that you knew before exactly yeah that's great it makes it it makes it much more understandable because i well as i said i'm irked by people who call what they do tantra and they have these private sessions with people the sessions might be 2 hours or 3 hours and they're quite a pretty penny and in fact, they might just be doing, somebody might just go to a sex person, a prostitute or whatever. Yeah. And, and many are calling it Tantra. And I know that's not the work that you're doing. I'm trying, I want to really distinguish it out here. Sure. But, I, I'd like to say the sacred, the word sacred has become bantered around in the Tantra community. Sacred spot, which is our G spot or the, the the, the place all up inside that the mystery, our sacred sexual energy really does hold the key to, to the enlightenment. And that comes from self moving that energy, myself, my body, breathing, self-stimulating in my movement, in my squeezing, in my... Um, self-awareness, that, that's the enlightenment. That's where enlightenment comes from. So to, to use that word, sacred spot work, which is a, a euphemism often for just going to get happy ending, <laughs> that, that's, not, that's not what I teach. I teach that the body is sacred, that the wholeness of you is sacred, and that you then can choose where you spend your sacred energy. This is great, really great. So we're going to we're going to pause here for a moment, and uh, we if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handler, as your host. My guest today 
is Michelle Younger, and she is a massage licensed massage therapist, a healthcare provider. Right now, Michelle works with me as a senior course leader for Butterfly Workshops, which is my company. You can find out more about us at butterflyworkshops.com. And, uh, and you can find out more about these sessions where, that we're going to get more, more in, in depth into when we, when we come back from this pause. We're going to be discussing clear and present power and also we're going to have somebody who's been through this course with Michelle and myself. So please stay tuned. If you're wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness, try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself, and it possibly will even make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they might apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, make love in the unknown, and then work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown, fresh, every moment, every day. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 in paperback and $14.99 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to get your copy of Sex and Happiness by me, Laurie Handlers. Well, we're back at Tantra Cafe. My guest today is Michelle Younger. She's a senior course leader at Butterfly Workshops, my company. She's a personal empowerment coach and a massage therapist. And, Michelle, we're back. We just talked about, really, how you connected your body and your mind together from Tantra and also how how you would talk and be. It's like talking and living in the sacred in the in the sacred space rather than just rushing straight to sex in your own life and also in what you teach with with people who would come to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. It's really great. It really makes a distinction about what some people are calling one thing and some people are calling another. We're we're gonna be joined now with somebody who worked with us recently. We're going to, Dave Lucas is uh, standing by and he's going to come on and, and he's going to be, join the conversation to talk a little bit about what he came to us for and what he got. And then we can, we can talk about that some more as well. So Dave, when you called us originally to, to schedule an appointment and come out to Phoenix, Arizona, but really what were you looking for? Well, in all honesty, when I began this trek, I was looking for a repair to my sex life with my wife. And that's what I thought I was going to get. And in reality what I what I walked away with was so much more. It, it just it blew both of my doors off. <laughs> Listen, did you get repair in your sex life with your wife? Let's start with one. Did you get that? Yeah. Let's just say we're working on it and it's a lot a lot of fun. <laughs> Wow, was it fun before you came? No, actually, it got to the point before I came. It was more of a habitual, um, a habitual thing that both of us got really tired of, and it got to the point where we just stopped. We just, just stopped. 
Now, I imagine, I just want to say this, and Michelle will probably say something about this too. I imagine that for most couples who bought into the dream of love and romance based on rock and roll and Hollywood movies, and now Bollywood movies, they, <laughs> that probably sex does get old. Sometimes it gets dysfunctional and boring. So it sounds like you kind of slid right into that. You and your wife kind of slid into that. And now you've taken a step out. Yeah? Yes. The, the dysfunction was very deep-rooted in, in, my, in my past. And, uh, you know, I brought all that baggage to me, with me, to bed every night. And, you know, I wasn't sleeping, we weren't having sex, I mean, it was just a mess. And through the, through the weekend, uh, a lot of stuff got shaken right down to the core. I mean, I would say that my foundation that I have built my life on is nothing but rubble now, and I'm searching through the rubble for the bricks that I want to use to build it back up. Wow, that's great. What a positive thing. That's really great. And can I'd like to say here that I hear an intention in that speaking of I'm wanting to. The foundation needs to be strong. That His actions are lining up with his speaking that are lining up with his thoughts. And all three of those must align to have this powerful intention. Dave, I just so acknowledge you for taking that on. The the awareness of how you're speaking, the clarity of what you're saying, and being present in the moment to keep those three those three pieces in alignment. Speaking, actions, and thought equal intentions realized. It's great. So when you say you got so much more, what else well, did you get? What else did I get? Well, yeah. Um. I actually became a man again. Well, no, actually, I actually became a man for the first time in my life, where I walk like a man now. I talk like a man. I do not let anybody walk all over me. And um, even where it comes to my children, my son, um, we had a very intense discussion on um, <laughs> Saturday morning because we had an arrangement for the house to be left just to my wife and I so we could do some communication work. And uh, unfortunately, he decided to come in at 3 o'clock in the morning and not tell me, so I brought him out of bed downstairs, and he didn't know what to do. And the whole time I was looking at him, I just... This was a carryover from the weekend class that I was with Michelle. I just told him, keep your eyes on me. Look at my eyes. There's nothing on the wall over there. And uh, I still don't think he knows what hit him, <laughs> but <laughs> I got my point across. And you didn't hit him. Good. Pardon me. <laughs> and you didn't hit him. <laughs> no, I hit him. I hit him with a ton of bricks with my voice, because my Very. voice was actually uh, my wife was in the bedroom and she was just kind of chuckling. And when I came back in, she gave me a big hug and a big kiss, and she goes, "Boy, I like this man." Yeah. So, I want to say something about that, Dave, that that was a you exerting a boundary. And most of the time in our lives, I, I know very few people, if any, who actually were taught about boundaries. We were taught about barriers, how to keep people out, 
mm-hmm. but but not that distinction of boundary, which is nutrients in, toxins out. Setting a boundary, drawing a line in the sand, saying, this is what's good for me, I'm speaking it to you, and I'm going to stand for my boundary. And you, you put a boundary out to your family, your, your children, and he challenged it. And you stood for your boundary and what was really nourishing and good for you and in the moment your wife. And, yeah, retraining people to be with us once we actually do start to put our boundaries clearly back in, it could be a little mm, uncomfortable for them. And it may be uncomfortable for us, too. And we have to do that. But here's the, here's the other thing that it, it putting the boundary might be uncomfortable for your children, but it got sexy for your wife. Oh yeah, woohoo! <laughs> so you know, so you got to you really get to be a man. Michelle, there's a couple other things that uh, that he got from you that are amazing that he's demonstrating. One is that he he makes eye contact now in a way he never was able to before. I mean, at least Dave, that's what you told us. You weren't really able to. It, I find it amazing since the since working with you and Michelle and attempting to keep eye contact with people that don't want to keep eye contact with you. It's it's very it's amazing how many people do not want to do that. Yeah, you know, it's just they they look away or they look at the floor or they make this you know big grandiose point and they're you know looking off into space and you're trying to keep your eyes focused on them and they just will not do it. Well, you didn't know that much about that a, a few weeks ago. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Because you weren't looking at them. <laughs> right. So, then the other thing that I heard in that, uh, that I heard in that, Michelle and Dave, is that, uh, that Dave also now has his voice. Yes. And we did do some incredible work with him and on the physical level, which will, which will, We'll get to. We did do some incredible work with him, and you did some incredible things with him that had him drop into his body, literally out of his head, out of his mind, and into the body, which and then open the voice up. So I'm sure your kid didn't know didn't <laughs> know anything about what hit him. No, he didn't. He didn't, and. Um... One other thing I will tell you, that with all of this, um, I had not drank any kind of alcoholic beverage for years. I mean, I'm talking 25 to 26 years, because I didn't know if I could handle it. We went out to dinner Saturday night, my wife and I, and for the first time in 25, 27 years, I sat down and I had a beer with my wife at my dinner, and it was wonderful, and I had no no qualms about it. It was. It may not sound like a really big thing, but for... What I was to what I am now, it's very big. So you can trust yourself? Is that, is that? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to say that that falls into the distinction of the course. There, there are a number of distinctions of the course that are, um, found uh, throughout the weekend. One of those distinctions is because of the awake, aware, clear, and present, you actually make yourself the authority on you, about you, and for you. And Dave is making himself the authority on himself. 
that he can trust himself and he's safe because he says so. He's safe in the world because he says so. And he's breaking the superstitions that have plagued him, the made-up stories, the, you know, under-the-ladder, black cat, you know, certain superstitions in his life that he put into place because he wasn't safe, and his declaration after becoming the authority that he's safe because he says so. It's really a powerful and potent statement. And, Dave, there's no question that you sound it even now. I mean, we're not sitting together. We're not even in the same state. And you sound like an altogether different person from the person that walked in here for that weekend. Well, it is different. There's, uh, there, I will not lie to you that there are times where, um, the old, old stuff tries to come up. But, you know, I am clear enough and present enough to be able to sit and watch it and say, well, what are you coming back for? You don't serve me anymore. You can go away. And I don't know if it'll go away completely forever. I mean, there may be still a small part of me that's always going to, come and try to knock on the door and come back in but as long as i am watching it, it can't it can't sneak in anymore fantastic very fantastic good. so i really thank you i just want to acknowledge you and thank you for being with us today and being brave enough to come on and speak about it to thousands of people that said, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, that takes something, too. That takes a real man. It was an amazing experience and one that I will carry in my heart forever. And um, I realized that, you know, I was there working with you, too, but I also realized I did a lot of work, and you just kind of were the the hands that guided me through what I had to see. And I thank you both for that from the bottom of my heart. It was an amazing, amazing experience. Well, we thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that, Dave. I thank you for the work you did. You it, you nailed it perfectly there. You did the work. We presented the distinctions. You went head first, down the middle, no helmet. I acknowledge that that intention and that commitment to your life that way. It's extraordinary, and it's to be honored. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tondra Cafe. This is Laurie Hammers. I'm your host. My guests today are Michelle Younger, who is a senior course leader here at Butterfly Workshops, my company, and we're talking about Clear and Present Power, The Art of Intentional Living, a residential coaching and training program, which also has to do with Tantra and has to do with people's sexuality, has to do with every aspect of their body, mind, and spirit. My other guest today is Dave Lucas, who just, who, who just went through this residential weekend with us, which Michelle really was the lead trainer on and went through his own personal design. He came here looking for a sexual healing with himself and his wife, and he came out a true man 
somebody who has all of his faculties, his feelings, his thoughts, his empowerment of all the dots connected, body, mind, and spirit. He went home a whole being, and he joined us in this time to just tell about it. We're going to take a short pause here, and we'll be right back. If you're listening to Tantra Cafe, congratulations. You've reached a higher plane of consciousness in caring for yourself and caring for your significant other. Tantra can help with physical and emotional bonding to nurture your relationship. And there's another level of care that you should be considering as well. It's your family's financial well-being. I rely on DeLone Financial Services to guide me on this journey. And Jeff DeLone is my friend. He and I have worked together for years. He even helps care for my father's finances. For information about your family's financial planning, contact Jeff DeLone at 610-356-1253. That's 610-356-1253. Or you can email Jeff at jdelone at delonefinancialgroup.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. Jeff DeLone is a registered representative with FSC Securities Corporation. DeLone Financial Group is not. Hi, this is Laurie Handlers, and we're back with Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And we've been talking today with Michelle Younger and David Lucas about a residential Tantra-based program called Clear and Present Power, which is a residential program and training program for individuals. It's really a one-on-one session. It's a big Tantra session because it has to do with everything connected, the whole body, the whole mind, the whole spirit, connected as one rather than being compartmentalized. And, Michelle, I want to ask you some questions because you definitely have the lead on this, and you t- how do you design this? If, if, if each person is different and each person who comes through the door has a different complaint or a different thing they want to heal, how do you know what to do with them? Well, Lori, we begin the course with, with a um, movement, like the body movement. And because of my history and my experience, my expertise as a massage therapist, I can actually see the body as we start to move, see another's body. And I have, there's a sight or a knowing in their move, physical movement where there may be some places in their body. That's the very first place we begin. There are ten, there are ten distinctions of the course. And depending on where the conversation begins with someone, we could start with distinction number two. 10 and then move 1 through 9. Or maybe the conversation immediately begins with distinction 2 and move through there. And I actually don't number the distinctions. I just know that there are about 10. Sometimes we'll bring in a little more. And um, the course evolves as the individual moves through the places. So in let, me see, let me just see if I get this straight. So so you start movement. You do some physical movement, like exercises that we normally do in Tantra. We normally do in our first level course in Blitz. And you're watching 
not only to see that they're doing the exercise correct, but you're watching their body to see what areas of their body are storing tension or what areas of their body look really blocked. Is that what you mean? Yes. And, yes. Okay. And I know you can see. I mean, to me, I'm just going to say this. I mean, I've been a course leader for, I don't know. I was like Lucy from the from Peanuts. So I've been leading courses since I was like four years old. Sure. But um, <laughs> that's all I've ever done, be a course leader, be a teacher, be a seminar leader, even from before I knew. Right. Then I met you, and you bring a different set of gifts to to our party. So I got to see you in our time with Dave, and sometimes with other people, but specific, but very intensely with Dave. I got to see you design and redesign, design and redesign, moment by moment, what would actually serve him, and we've just heard his results. So now I'm trying to backtrack and see, okay, so distinctions. Give me a couple examples of distinctions that you would have as your as your rough outline for the course. Great. Dave actually touched on three or four of them. First, in a speaking, are you saying what you mean and meaning what you say? And that distinction would come in soon. It's a very early distinction of the course. And if they're if you're People come in and they're muddled in their speaking. If they're speaking to the negative always, that would be the first distinction that we would start to look into. Are you speaking in a way that's moving you forward even with me in the weekend? And so okay. that would that would be a one distinction. Okay. And and another, any any pick one. Well, people who come show up with with no voice. They talk like this. <laughs> Okay. Hey, wait a minute. Let's see if Dave can give us an example of his, his old voice. <laughs> Dave, help. I can't. I don't want to. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> there, I just have to give a personal thing here. Personally, yeah. men who show up all breathy like this really don't get a lot of my attention. It's just not powerful. There's there's not a substance to it. There's not a presence. It's a, I want, when I meet men, I want them to speak with the voice that they were given. And men are given voices from their chest. And they should be speaking from their always, in my opinion. But so, so, and not only that, women are given voices from their chest. And that's another distinction of the course, that we are brilliant magnificent, whole and complete beings here, and that we actually have the capacity to move our voices from our heads, like a good idea, all breathy and happy, down into our bodies and speak from our power center, our power place. It's another distinction of the course that's a physical distinction where there's an actual... A, a, did we lose him? Wait a minute. Did we lose Dave? Nope, nope. I'm still here. Okay. All right. Go ahead. The distinctions of the course falls inside of the body work, which is the body work that I provide in the course, where I go into someone's mouth, release the tension in the musculature of the mouth, sit them up, and move the musculature, the tension out of the musculature in the back of their throats 
so their voice actually moves from up in their head somewhere like a good idea and into their bodies, into the core of them, where our, where our voice was intended to come from to start with. Another distinction of the course, speaking powerfully, saying what we mean, meaning what we say. Great. So in this particular course, he had body work. He had a few different body works. He had body work from an outside practitioner that we called in. And then we he had body work from you. He had his mouth worked on. And all the time you were watching for the signals of difference, like what would be different, what would be different. We also did, well, do you want to talk more about that session? You want to yeah. Yes, actually, there's another piece and another sacred intentional work that I do. It's called coccygeal relief, and it's an internal work in first starting in the mouth that I described before. And the next piece is connecting the foundation of the body, the structure of the pelvis that rarely gets touched in any way, other than maybe an accidental sexual experience, but it's an opening in a muscular way of the structure of the pelvis. I put a glove on, lots of lube, never enough lube, you know, and I go (laughs) into the pelvic bowl through the rectum, and we touch, I touch, the tip of the the coccyx, which is the tailbone, and allow for the tailbone to start to relax and release. When that happens, there's a movement that I make easily. No surprises. We talk through it. We have intentions we set and start to move the musculature, the the stresses, the tightness, the trigger points. For those people who are familiar with body work, there are trigger points in the musculature. There are also, because this is the seat of the emotions, of our body, there are a lot of emotions that live in our pelvis and in our structure around the tailbone, the sacrum, inside the hips, and moving that stress out. An internal massage allows for space to be created for an easy and effortless movement, for a flexibility, for a freedom to stand up straight and As that moves, there's a connection that happens between the pelvis and the voice, the the third eye, the head, the throat. There's a connection that happens, that emotional release occurs through the breath and through the sound. And when that comes together, transformation occurs in the body. Now, just a second, you mentioned something called trigger points. And there might be some massage therapists listening, but if they're not listening... What are you talking about? Trigger points, are, trigger, points? trigger points are tender areas in the musculature that are vulnerable, and the trigger points are caused mostly, I feel, by stress, by injury, traumatic experience, tender points in the muscle. If I were outside the body, Working on an arm, I may be moving from a wrist to an elbow, just moving my thumb across the muscle, and all of a sudden there's a, ow, like a little knot, like a place where where it's really tender. The whole muscle is fine except for this one little dime-sized place. It's like that in the pelvis also. 
It's like that in all musculature. So when I'm in the pelvis, when I'm inside the body, moving across a set of muscles or a particular muscle, and I come across this tender, vulnerable point, we just wait, breathe, allow it to melt away, moving out, sometimes without a thought, like there's no memory, just knowing that something has been there, causing this emotional, painful trigger. We don't even know that it was there. And then when it moves, there's space. Right. So there's an intention then. Like there can be something powerful and intentional to the good that's seated in these vulnerable places. When the old moves out, there's space. Let's feed it and nurture it from our core. So this sounds like what you've done here. I mean, I've had this treatment from you myself, and I've also I watched the changes in Dave. Dave is a tall, good-looking, big guy who held his shoulders forward until that moment, until that day that he had his session with you, and his shoulders moved back, and his whole posture and countenance started to look like a powerful and strong person. And then coupled with the voice and different things, Dave started to look much more powerful, handsome, etc. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. I agree with that totally. Most people, when they get off the table, the massage table from this, there is a sense of royalty that comes back into them, a feeling of, Standing up straight, the the center of gravity shifts. Yeah. The chest opens. The hips are unrotated. They're, you're back to your center, centered over your hips, over your knees, over your feet. So your head and shoulders and neck can actually trust and relax your, on top of your foundation. And there is a divinity that comes in when the pelvis has been released. It's relaxed. And there, there are forward-moving intentions seated there for your good. And you, and you get to see, you get to say what those intentions are. They're not mine. They're let's, your see, let's see what happened when Dave got home. Did your wife notice a change in how you looked? Well, yes, she did. Well, number one, as you know, I shaved my mustache off. And <laughs> she kind of liked it. <laughs> okay. Um. But one of the first things that we did when we got home um, at Michelle's uh, recommendation was we yoga boxed. And um, we yoga boxed for, I'd say, about an hour. And after that, um, I would just say that our sex life started with a bang. <laughs> so it was... I hope, I hope everyone's getting turned on because I am. <laughs> I am. I think it's great. It's a process. We're working through everything. Um, Michelle really impressed upon me that, and I I could go in the other room and get what we wrote down because I still have all my papers and everything sitting on my, my chest of drawers. But she mentioned that the conversation that we started is going to take courage to complete or to keep going. And every time that I come up against the need for that courage, I get a vibration that starts in my stomach and it just kind of comes right up through my chest and the courage is there and 
we just go beyond it. Beautiful. Listen, I want to go back and talk about yoga boxing for a minute since you mentioned it. Yoga mm-hmm. boxing is a technique that's unique to our practice of Tantra and our Tantra courses. It's a full body movement through bringing up the sexual energy and then using it to say words. So we might be in a, a martial arts stance and then we start punching our arms out one, one arm at a time, making our hands look like a stop sign. And with each punch, we say a word. So we might say something. We might practice something like step back now. And we would put one hand out for the step, the other hand out for the back, the other hand, the next hand out for the now. So step back now, step back now. We would say that over and over again to start building an awareness of power in our body and a power in our voice. And this is what Dave's talking about. We then went on and talked to him and taught him how to do it, how to speak really powerfully his every kind of a sentence, anything he wanted to say, one word, one punch, saying things about being a man, saying things about being sexual, saying things about things he needed to rid from his body, doing emotional release. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers. I've been talking with Michelle Younger and Dave Lucas about what it is to have a weekend residential full-on Tantra session that's called Clear and Present Power. And when we return, we're going to hear a few more distinctions, a little bit more about what happens in courses like this, as distinct from what other people in the world are calling Tantra sessions. So we'll be right back. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. On my CD, Shamanic Release and Lari Han, I create a very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I am known for in my Tantra courses. I set you up with a proper positioning and breathing and then guide you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try the CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. Aren't you really worth it? Go to www.ButterflyWorkshops.com and get your copy now. Walk free from emotional baggage. All right, we're on our next segment, our final segment of Tantra Cafe today. and we've, we've been talking, I've been talking with Michelle Younger and Dave Lucas about what it is to have a personal weekend transformation session, a Tantra transformational session, and we're, I mean, we're talking about results that are off the charts here, which people in regular walks of life would hope for from therapy after 10 years. Right. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) We're talking about what is possible in a weekend, a way to change one's whole being, and uh, it's a course that was created by Michelle as, as, as part of our repertoire for how we can serve people and empower people in this world and have them be happy and healthy. 
not only in their sex life, but in their entire scope of their life. So we talked about, oh, I just want to say also, I mean, I just talked about emotional release, my emotional release CD as part of uh, my commercial. And we're talking about emotional release in everything that we're talking about right now. There's no, there's no mistakes here that we're, that all of this is connected. So, Michelle, what else? We, uh, we, what else, what else would you like to, to share about this particular weekend? We won't be able to share it all. Sure. What other technique did we use? What other, what other distinction do you want people to know about? Well, in this, in this weekend course, one of the, the basic foundations and tenets is that we are on our, each of us is on our perfect journey. And how we know this is because it's the first time we've done it. And if I haven't done it before in this body at this time with this color hair, these friends, your, my emotional release, your input, then it must be perfect like that, that it can't be a wrong way because it's the only way. So it's really getting clear to me as I work with people that it's the first time we've ever been here before. Even if each person has a belief system of a religion or a superstition or a past life, or, or regardless of that, this is the first time I've walked in this river and with things flowing through and me being clear and present. And so it's never too late. There's always more awake, more clear, more present, more alive, more expanded, more. We all really do want more. And in this weekend, we give as much more as possible. And that would mean we do more emotional release in two and a half days than we would in a weekend course of 20 or 30 people. It's actually a, a microcosm of the macro of life. So we have a certain set of time. So let's go head first and go get it. The emotional release can include everything from the yoga boxing we've, spoke, we've spoken of to a, um, to a, we call it hitting the floor. It's actually a bioenergetic movement. I'll let you say some more about that, Lori, if you care to. But there's a, a moving of the body in a particular way with a squeezing and moving of the pelvis, bringing the arms down over the head, breath coming out, a sound coming out that the emotion can ride out of. The emotion has to leave the body. The emotion that no longer serves us, the one we've exhausted, the one that keeps us stuck and small, that emotion, that thought, that feeling, that remembrance, the experience, and leave our bodies cellularly riding the sound out of us. That's a very particular, unique movement and emotional release to our work, and specifically in this weekend, you'll hit the floor a couple times. Well, that's exactly the, uh, that particular pattern technique is exactly the one that's on my CD, Shamanic Release and Lati Han. That's exactly the one that I set people up. The person coming for this, 
for this session with you, the session with you and me, the session or the sessions in our workshops gets to do as much of this as possible so that they can release these things that you're talking about, these old, deep-seated emotional baggage, if you will, that's stored in the body that we have no more use for. Yes. And then we move on. We 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 need to summarize a little bit, but we we moved on, and we did we did some sacred spot work, and we did some sacred spot work. We did that together to also release the these stored emotions that are inside what's called the G spot or around the G spot. Again, memories or feelings of inadequacy, feelings of unattractiveness, feelings of rejection, feelings of bad sexual experience, feelings of violations and trespasses, whether they were sexual or otherwise. These things all live in this G-spot area or this sacred spot area, as it's called in Tantra. And people have to get released from that as well. Yes. I, I would like to say how our work, this particular weekend work, the clear and present power, we don't go into the sacred spot on the first morning right off the airplane. <laughs> we, we don't take a dive in there to see what's happening. We actually do at least half of the distinctions, more like eight or nine, possibly all of the distinctions of the intentions, the body. We do emotional release like, like three or four times. We do body work. There's, if, if not a hot tub, there's a sauna. If not, and, and touching the grass, the ground with bare feet. I mean, there's food. There's, there's experience of friendship. There's a whole weekend before, and a movement towards the sacred spot work. It's certainly to be honored and revered as sacred. Not just a new technique to teach to teach others to go around unexperienced trying to heal other people. This is a work that you and I have done, that I have done myself for 14 years. And it's time to really bring it with with a an intention of healing in a way that coupled with all the support that can go with it to not just leave the void afterwards that there's substance i think it's important here to say that it isn't necessarily sexual that's true i mean it's not it's not a new sex technique or some new buzz that somebody can go practice on another it's really a place of sacred release and could be so satisfying after the trauma leaves the body exactly so this is this is uh this is an amazing way to use it and it's very different from what other people are calling tantric session and i I really want to underscore that in the last uh, few moments today uh, dave is there anything else you want to say it was just the most amazing thing in my life um if anybody would be interested in doing this the only thing i would the only advice i would give them would be to go in there with no expectations and no 
no preconceptions, just to go in there, lay themselves into your hands, and you will guide them, and you guys will will heal them. You've healed me, and it's it's an amazing thing. It's not... I have to keep reminding myself, it's only been, you know, so many days since I did this, and it's going to be a work in progress. And you guys actually gave me the tools to do the work that I have to do. Thank and I you. thank you for that. So great. Thanks so much for being a guest today. You know, um, Michelle and I were laughing over a glass of wine, a few days ago, and we thought we'd start Laurie and, and Michelle's School for Men. <laughs> and then we said, well, we'll start Laurie and Michelle's, or Michelle and Laurie's School for Women. You know, we feel that we can really bring people into their manhood, into their womanhood, in a way that they can fully own their presence and their power. And it's really a gift. M- Michelle has designed an amazing movable, flexible curriculum that is really focused on empowering someone to the nth degree way more than they can imagine in any other modality that they've that they've tried. So uh so thanks for taking us up on it and Michelle, thank you so much for creating it. You know, it's uh it's amazing. It's amazing. So uh anything more you want to say quick before we have to go. Yes. My intention in this course is that people get that they are sacred, that they are indispensable and irreplaceable, that they are needed here, and that they have something to provide. They have a purpose in this world that to uncover the thing that stops them from providing that and get busy in life taking an action and get intentional. And that this is my joy and my pleasure, my passion, and my life's purpose. Thank you so much, Lori, for having me share today. And Dave, thank you so much for trusting me, for trusting Lori and me, and having your life be really fabulous and on the road to some really magnificent experiences. If you want to reach Michelle, you can reach her at Michelle at ButterflyWorkshops.com. Michelle is with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, at ButterflyWorkshops.com. You can reach Michelle Younger there. You can reach me, Laurie, at ButterflyWorkshops.com also. That's L-A-U-R-I-E at ButterflyWorkshops.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can follow us in any way you like. It, it's wonderful to be here. I want you to tune in next week when my guests will be talking about how romantic love fits into the notion of Tantra, because they aren't necessarily the same. So please tune in next week when my guests will talk about this interesting weaving of love and Tantra. You've been listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, and it is my pleasure to have been with you today. I'm saying namaste from Tantra Cafe.